Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We, on the, on the other hand, have a lot to cover because we do have the lines out for this week in the NFL. So we're going to do our first look at some of these lines. And st- let's start with Thursday Night Football because obviously we don't have that much time until Thursday Night Football. We've got the Jags and the Saints squaring off in New Orleans. We've got Jacksonville laying uh, a point and a half here. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, total 41 and a half. Jenks, what is your first impression on this one? I'm seeing the Saints laying three. This line must have yes. moved already. Yes, it is moved from Jags minus one and a half to Jags minus three, and the total has come mm-hmm. down for 41 and a hook. So I think a couple of things are going on here. Number one is that there were some questions about the status of Trevor Lawrence because I think he tweaked an ankle or a knee at the end of Sunday's game, but he wasn't hobbling after the game. But more than anything, I really like the under here. I don't like that it's already moved two and a half points. But if you mm-hmm. look at the Saints – just they just don't move the ball but their defense is so very good they have allowed more than 20 points only once this season so short week for the Jags Lawrence isn't going to be 100% I love the under here but man it is already moved so that tells you that everyone's coming on the under I still like it I think but 39 is pretty low the line movement is telling me that Trevor Lawrence is probably not going to play, or at least that's what the signs are showing. And we only have a couple days until Thursday. Already a short week. Mm-hmm. And what have we seen from primetime games? Every time we are expecting a lot of points, we never get them. Last night's total was 51. And then final score was yeah. 20 to 17. So primetime hunters have really been the play this year, and they have been over the last four seasons. And especially when you are playing on a short week, it feels like primetime hunters are even more so the play. I think the problem is the number. You kind of hit the nail on the head. 39, that's when I start to get really nervous. But I do mm-hmm. think it is still the play. Maybe a first half under. It depends on what the number is here. I would imagine it's pretty low. Uh, but still, I think this is going to be another kind of clunker of a game. How do we always get these terrible games in primetime? Do you think it's something to do with the short week? Because it's one thing when we have bad teams, and I wouldn't justify this as, you know, well, this is the cream of the crop. I think we know what we're getting here, Jags and Saints. Do you think there's something to the short week just really affecting totals that much? I'm trying to think of the last great Thursday night football game we've had. We haven't had many. 
No, I, I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just it's just hard in the NFL. These guys get beat up, and so it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like much, but an extra day or two can make all the difference for some of these guys just having an extra 24 hours to get ready. And also, these aren't necessarily the best matchups. I, I like the Jags a lot. Now, not necessarily in this spot because, as you mentioned, the number is telling you that Lawrence probably will not play in this one. If you think he will, you think there's a chance absolutely grab the Jags plus three but ultimately I think in this spot that you just you stay away from that you hit the under and look backup quarterback for the Jags very good Saints defense I still think the under is the play but I think it's a combination of short week and also at least in this spot a bad Saints team yeah I think the other takeaway for me is what I will be looking into is a maybe receiving prop for Travis uh, Etienne. Because usually if you have a backup quarterback on a short week, this is when we see a lot of those dumpy passes to the running back. We know Etienne has some pretty good hands as well. Coming off a game where he had uh, 28 yards on three receptions. So maybe my first impression of that game is to look at some props since maybe we will have a backup quarterback. But let's go to the rest of the slate. Who gets the first impression, Rose, for you, Jenks, or is there a game that just really caught your eye? Not for a great reason, but maybe because the game is a trap, because I did see one of those. God, well, I'll tell you another game I like. If you look at the Raiders and Bears, that total has dropped down from 40 and a half to now 37 and a half. It's moved down three points, and it's because this is when I generally wait until later in the week to place my bets, and I've said that before, but now it looks like you're going to have two backup quarterbacks going at it in Chicago and also two offenses that don't really move the ball anyway. I wish I'd gotten this at 40 and a half, but moving down three points. Now we're getting to 37 and a half. If you look at almost every game, Chelsea, we've seen the totals move down, move down, move down. It is going to be, I believe, an unders weekend in the National Football League because across the board, these totals just keep creeping down. And this is another example. This has moved three points. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, here's the question I'd have with that. Unders were super hot this week. What do they go, 12 and 2? So maybe this is the market overcorrecting. Sometimes we'll see that because I asked this very question. I thought to myself, why are we seeing so many unders this week? And Eddie Gross, who comes on the show after us on BetQL Daily, tweeted out something really smart to do with numbers. It said something about these teams weren't doing a great job finishing in the red zone. 
So maybe it's something where the pendulum swings the other way and eventually these teams start scoring touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. Or, you know, some of these teams, their coaches can't get their clock management together and they don't score any points in the case of the Giants. So I don't know if I would go across the board and say it's going to be another unders week just because it was so hot to the trend last week. And I would imagine these numbers are going to correct themselves. But we are starting to get in that quote unquote football weather season where it's starting Mm -hmm. to get colder. We're starting to get like, you know, precipitation. And maybe that has something to do with it. And also some of these teams just getting beat up. We're starting to get in the meat of the season where we're seeing injuries. We're seeing players really take the toll of playing week after week after week. But still, you're always playing the number, and I'm wondering if these numbers are getting overcorrected. Obviously not the case when you're having backup quarterbacks. That's why that line is moving Mm -hmm. uh, in the Bears and the Raiders game. But still, I think you need to be wary of some of these totals. What about the trap line of the week? Does this game look like a trap? The Lions plus three at the Ravens. Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. The money is moving in Baltimore's direction. Open Ravens minus two and a half. Total is down from 44 and a half. That's what I mean. Total's at 42 right now. That's moved down two and a half points. But yes, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I feel like the public, this is going to be, this. doesn't this feel like a pros versus Joes game where everyone's going to be on the Lions, but it's actually the Ravens that are the right call here? That's what it feels like to me. It just something doesn't seem right because the Lions are one of those teams that I just put in the circle of trust. Feels like they're one of those teams that usually wins the games that they're supposed to win, but this is not a game that they're supposed to win. It's on the road. The Ravens are one of those teams that started the season really banked up, had a ton of injuries. So maybe that's what this line is saying is that this Ravens team is starting to get healthy and now they're operating at the level that maybe people thought they were going to be operating at when the season started. I don't know. I think that I'm still going to put the Lions in my teaser and we'll get into my teaser teams later on in the show, but I'll take the Lions plus nine uh, if you can oh, get that yeah. in a teaser. But plus three, it does make me a bit nervous. I think that's the trap line of the week. As far, as far as some of these other lines go, I'm not seeing anything that I really love. But what about the Chargers plus five and a half? I think this is an interesting discussion on divisional dogs. Traditionally, the yeah. Chargers have been excellent at covering big numbers against the Chiefs, but they're coming off a short week. Uh, they just played a pretty physical game against the Cowboys and a heartbreaking game against the Cowboys where maybe their spirits were crushed. But would you still take the five and a half with a Chargers team that usually plays the Chiefs, a team that is kind of notorious for not running up the score in a divisional matchup? I don't know. This is a tough one. I think I would lean Chiefs, but it seems so it seems so square to me. Just so square. I guess the sabotage factor is this. By the way, this is another total that has gone down from 15 hook to 48 hook. I mean, everything is going down. It's crazy. Maybe it's because of last weekend. Regardless, at, at some point, I feel like the Chiefs are going to put it together and play a complete game. Kansas City really hasn't done that. They're not blowing teams out. and then they're playing good football in their winning. But they haven't exactly been clicking on all cylinders in the passing game. And I feel like as the season goes on, they will start to do that. So I think I would look at the Chargers just because it is a divisional game. The Chargers are a good football team. But I think there is that possibility on a short week for L.A. going to Kansas City on the road. If the Chiefs put it together, this could get ugly. I I will probably stay away, but ah. 
I don't know. I go back and forth on this one. Yeah, the Chargers, 3-1 and one against the spread in their last four games against the Chiefs. Some of those numbers have been right at uh, a touchdown, though, and I think that's the difference here. If it gets up to six, I'm definitely in on the Chargers. I feel like they're a team that you play when uh, they're getting a lot of points. I'm not taking the Chargers when they're laying points, but if it is over a field goal, maybe that's the time where you put your money on the Chargers and hold on for dear life and hope that Brandon Staley is making the right decisions when he's going for it on fourth down. So we'll see uh, about the Chargers. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.